Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Georgia Dodge Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Doesn't it? with an up and out. Wide open! Touchdown! Israel Troop! Snap to Young. Drops back. Pressure from the edges. He throws near sideline. And it's intercepted! Intercepted! Keely Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks a tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! 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 Georgia! Evening neighborhood. How about them dogs? 32 18. Let the celebration begin. What up, what up, what up, what up? Good evening. Happy Monday evening. It is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. Also coming at you on Restream, YouTube. Uh, you can find us on TuneIn Radio. We were on sports.tv the other day. Uh, on the Friday lineup, you could uh, you could see us there. Uh, like I said, tune in radio. Believe has two channels on that, so please, please, please check that out. Check us out on social media right here for content throughout the week at Believe in Dogs. And joining me is my main man, number twenty eight from the video, fresh off a homecoming victory. It's Israel Troop. What's up? What up? What up? What up? Great win uh, for the program, um, especially the homecoming center. Seniors out with a with a great victory. Um, hey, this is and we're into game two to get ten. So game ten means you're playing for state championship. So we're gonna try to keep it rolling this week. The goal is to get fifteen in the season. If you if you play fifteen in the in a season, you got a chance at the state title. So um, unfortunately, I don't think Hillwood's gonna get to fifteen games this year. But we are trending this way. There you go. I guess That's all that matters. Actually, that way. <laughs> uh, we're trending up. We're not going backwards at all. So, um, but uh, we're on fall break, so it's uh, it's weird practicing on fall break because uh, so many people use this opportunity to go on vacation. So, man, we are too. You know, a lot of kids are. We have practice this week, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like I told mine today, it's just like practicing during the third round of the playoffs. You know, that's during Thanksgiving week. So, yeah, um, pretty much the same thing. Whole lot more on the on the table there, but uh, find us on social media. Uh, at Believe in Dogs, at Troopstar28, at Coach Burton36. Uh, you can find us on TikTok. I haven't posted TikTok in a while. Probably need to get back on that. Uh, but it was an exciting week. But uh, Israel football is back. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You can find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends as your continued source for all sports radio info. Bet Online features live betting. Free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, NFL, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf, and, of course, college football. So head to betonline.ag to join. Receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. Dude, you won your first, you won your first parlay. Yes, I hit did, my first parlay yesterday. How did that um, go? Nice, and I hit the college one that I wanted. But uh, you know, it, it felt good to finally hit one. And my Dallas Cowboys are looking really good. You know, we are yeah. them boys right now. Um, yeah, Cooper Rush got you guys rolling. 
man. It's been a long time since I've been able to be excited about uh, Cowboy football. So we're rolling right now. That's great. Well, we hope you're not having a Jerome Boger or a uh, Matt Rule type of day. Matt Rule, of course, uh, he'll be he'll bounce back here pretty soon, but he's going to enjoy his sixty-two million he caught from uh, from Baylor. Um, Jerome Boger in the news uh, for a really this is his second in a row really bad roughing the passer calls. That one with Grady Jarrett. Yeah, they 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 had. They had Tom Brady in, in the Bucks stop. They were going to get the ball back. I don't know if they're going to take it down a score, but they would have had a chance to to win that game down by six. Just an absolutely natural tackle. Uh, just just hit him, rolled him, put him to the ground. Out comes the flag. Man, it was so, I saw it play. It was so disappointing. It was the most gentle tackle I've ever seen on a quarterback. Um, you know, it's Tom Brady. So of course, you know, the infamous tuck rule, you know, I never forget that. Raiders should have been playing for some goal. Um and I just saw Derek Carr get hit. Um, there's a couple other quarterbacks from Sunday um get hit, w- which was much more violent than the way Tom Brady got tackled. And Lamar uh, Jackson got dumped the same way. Yeah, so no, no those aren't rough in the past, then what makes his rough in the past? I think after the NFL goes back and look at other hits compared to that one. I think they got to change the rule. I don't think Jerome Boger should be the white hat after that. Yeah, no. no I mean, that, that's, that yeah, that, that was bad. And I didn't see it till the day that Tom Brady actually kicked the dude yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he kicked he kicked Grady Jarrett earlier in the game and then tried to go for a second swipe um, after that play. No. You know, so I think um, Brady is the GOAT. You know, my buddy's a big uh, Tom Brady fan. I, I text him, I said, I think it's time for you, boy, to just let it go. Once it gets to, gets to this yeah. point, it's it, it's time. You know, they're mm-hmm. starting to make up calls for him now, which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's so bad. It's so bad. But we're not uh, the Believe in Atlanta Falcons. You can catch that, actually, on SiriusXM. Uh, or the Believe in Bucks. I don't know if there is a Believe in Bucks show, but if there is, probably catch that one on SiriusXM as well. All of the Believe NFL shows are on SiriusXM. So go check this out. Check that out after you check us out, of course. Um, and then, you know, again, on TuneIn Radio, that's a, that's a pretty cool deal to say that you're on TuneIn Radio. You see that app going through the smart TVs, and you're like, oh, hey, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, so. That's what's up. I mean, we're live, literally. Yeah, we are live. The comments are live. So if you're if you're joining in, uh, get on the YouTube channel, jump on, jump in the chat. We're, uh, we're, we're open. We're ready for ready for business and on, on the chat side. So. Uh, looking back week six, we'll start with the Georgia game. Uh, Georgia victorious 42 to 10 over the Auburn Tigers. Stetson had himself a day at a 65 yard scramble for a touchdown. Uh, Kenny Mack and uh, Dejon Edwards had uh, touchdowns apiece. Uh, we had a very, very good second half. Game got off to a rocky start, and the only reason it was rocky, I mean, Auburn came out to play, they have a good front seven, they, they had a great game plan to put pressure on Stetson Bennett and and just and the stuff to run and force Georgia to to earn every yard and they did um and Georgia was not clicking at the start of the game but what matters is they were clicking at the end of the game and so I know all the alarm bells are man they've struggled for you know for two full games and a half you know the alarm bells are ringing all that good stuff but really I don't know. I mean, 
Am I worried about Tennessee? Well, yeah, Tennessee's a good team. Um, any team in this conference is. But, you know, when you were watching this game, what were your what, what was going through your head? Um, we just looked off. Um, you know, and that's you know, you hate for that to happen, you know, two and a half games, like you said earlier. Um, then the second half we completely played Georgia football. But um at the end of the day, I mean it happens. You know, you you're still playing against teams who have um scouted you. Um, you know, they have a plan that they put in place. Um, so you can't go out here and just be like, Oh, we should be dominating. Well, those guys recruit too. Those guys have five stars, you know, especially at, at Auburn. Um, on the defensive side, especially within that front seven. Um, they had a good game plan, you know, in the first half. Um, I do think that we're pressing a little bit. Um, I think Stetson is. I think he's trying to make too much happen at one time instead of letting the game kind of come to him. Um, <clears throat> but at the end of the day, I mean, we won. Um, we established a run game, which you and I both talked about last week. Um, it was great to see those guys, you know, get their touches. Um, Dejon, uh, Branson, uh, McIntosh, all those guys. Um, Kendall Milton. Um, I think McIntosh went down with an injury, or is it, it was Milton? Mil- it was Milton, Milton that went down with a groin injury. injury. Yeah. Um, hopefully he's he comes back. But you know, once we establish line of scrimmage, I mean, we're fine. You know, um, and that's the thing. I think that's 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 his big deal right now. One when Georgia was doing well and they were clicking. I mean, the offensive line was great. Um, the play was elite up front. Um, we got some new guys up front, so you know it's hard for a quarterback for, to you know, believe in those guys um, every single play. Um, and I think the second half, once we started establishing the run, it kind of took some pressure off of him, you know, throwing the football in. I mean, 65-yard scamper, I mean, you're out running, you know, DBs and corners, you know, mm-hmm. for a 65-yard tutty. So, I mean, is it alarming? Absolutely not. I think that second half gave us confidence going into practice this week. Um, we got a good game, good team coming in, Vandy. Um, don't slouch against Vandy because they gave Ole Miss a run for their money that whole first half as well. Um, so I think we just stay patient, you know, stop pressing. Um, but most importantly, establishing a run game just kind of settles Stetson down. Yeah, I mean, I think Stetson's trying to win the Heisman on every play, and he doesn't need to do that. And he's plenty good enough if he's just relaxed back there and just making things happen. I mean – everyone said, well, he's a game manager. He's this, he's that. And I mean, yeah, I would love a great game manager, somebody to get us through and get us in, in and out of the right plays and get the ball where it needs to go and distribute. I mean, it, it's it, when he gets the ball out quick, when he's decisive, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of people better, but yes. when he's off, he's pressing, he's trying to, I mean, he's scrambling around, trying to make plays. Sometimes just throw the ball away, live to fight another down, scramble, get what you can get. And, and, and move on and, you know, guys got to make plays around them. Just, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are going to panic because that's what fans do. They panic. But um, I, for, for me, I'm not panicked. I'm not panicked yet. You know, there, there's – I don't really even know what I need to see to hit the panic button. Yeah. I just know it's not now. There's way worse things in life. We could be um, LSU. They don't really know what they want to do offensively yet. Um I mean, yeah, there, we, there's a couple of other teams that we could, could be right now. Could be Arkansas. Um, could be Kentucky right now. right now. Arkansas, without their quarterback, they don't know. At least we have our quarterback. Yeah. Um, the main thing, honestly, and, you know, if you look at the last three games, um, other than the second half against Auburn, we've been able to run the ball. Yeah. Once, you, once you're able to run the ball, 
what happens? Add more people to everybody, the pile. Everybody calms down, you know. and your playmakers are going to make plays. Getting A.D. Mitchell back in this lineup will be a huge, Absolutely. huge relief. You know, and, you know, if you can't run the ball, people are going to do what? Play man. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're not getting we're not good at getting off man coverage right now simply because there's nobody to stretch the field right now. So right. Um, it's hard to throw screens, which we know Brock Byers is, is the man at screens um, because they're in press coverage. Um, yeah. Our quick game is really tough because the press. Um, and once you and once we established the run game, what happened? They started backing off, started adding more people to the box, opens up the pass game. So, yeah, I mean, we know, started hitting some play action shots, too, down the field and. Getting getting those big chunks of plays really kind of loosens up the secondary, and it's really kind of what you need. So, yeah, absolutely. I, so, yeah. You, you just don't panic. I mean, you know, that's what we needed. You know, Auburn's no slouch up front. That's for dang sure. So, um, you're gonna get it. Like I say, you're gonna get a good test in Fanny this week as well. Um, yeah, they play hard, before, man. Before we lead into the the off week, before we play Florida, and before we hit this gauntlet of Mississippi State and Tennessee, and don't forget Georgia Tech because they are two and zero. You know, they are a team to be worried about, you know, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. And we'll we'll get more into that. But like the defense hats off to the defense playing really, really good against an athletic quarterback. What do you make of Robbie Ashford? I mean, I I see some potential there. He's just really raw, throws every throws everything as a uh, throws everything as a as an Aldris Chapman fastball. Yeah, it is. It's fast. Um, I think in the I think if they can get some linemen to protect him, I think he's going to be a really deadly quarterback. I try uh, to get a Yankees ball. reference in there for you. <laughs> he does a good job on uh, on power read, mm-hmm. um, which is probably his his favorite play. Um, you know, they got the big play, uh, big touchdown on us, um, kind of ruined the spread for us a little bit. I'm not yeah. really excited about that. Um, but at the same time, you know, we held him in check. Uh, we hit him a lot. You know, got him frustrated. Um, the fumble that he had, I think he would have scored, um, you know, or like, like somebody tweeted me back and said, um, Starks would have made, would have made tackle. Um, yeah. but, uh, you know, he, he's Starks got, he's got like, it from him. yeah, he yeah, does. he's got a lot of potential and I think, I think they'll be fine, uh, with him, yeah. um, as long as they give him the keys to it and get some protection around him and get some playmakers around him as well. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right there. And I, you know, I think the next guy who comes in for Harson is going to have his hands full as far as uh, what they're going to do with with the quarterback position, how they're going to recruit better at that position, how they're going to recruit better up front, especially in the offensive line. Uh, Don, what's up, man? What's up, brother? Don says hello. Let me uh, overlay this chat here. All right, Don. Yeah. What's happening? Um, so, like I said, if you want to get in on the chat, well, by all means, uh, rip and roll over here. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think when you when you look at it, you know, it, 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 I think the defense is playing really, really well. I think they're starting to kind of figure some things out. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm excited for that. I think they're and, starting to get some people in some people in the right places. Um, playmakers are starting to step up. Um, they're not playing as timid. I won't say scared. I think they're a little bit timid because obviously they're replacing so many um, NFL caliber type guys. I'm on that side of the ball. Um, but I think they're starting to let loose now. You know, Kirby's yeah. starting to let them play. Um, yeah. Start to play a little bit more man, a little blitzing. Um, and I like it because we're, we're just rushing forward and getting to the quarterback. Um, yeah. So 
defensively, I think we're fine. We just got to fine tune some things, make sure our eyes are in the right spot. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's that junkyard dog defense that we're used to seeing, G-A-T-A. That's right. Get after that. You can finish the rest. Um, <laughs> I texted you about an uh, offensive line. I love Warren McClendon. He's mm-hmm. a damn good dog. But when Amari Smims is in there, you can tell. When he comes in at right tackle, 65, he throws people. He destroys people. If you're an offensive line guru, it is a thing of beauty to watch. Yeah. I think at some point you got you to gotta get him on the field one way or another. Um, he got to you know, be a start at right tackle. I, I, Warren McClendon is the, is the veteran, you know, on that yeah. line. Um, but I think he's gotten a little bit too comfortable, and I think Mims has, you know, upped his game a little bit. So now it's a battle. Um, right about now, especially after we play Vandy, we get the off week, um, mm-hmm. you know, and get ready for Tennessee. Well, no, we play Tennessee and then get ready for off week. Either way, one of those things. I yeah. think you kind of get that that offensive line solidified mm-hmm. um, for the rest of the season. So um, it's still kind of they're still kind of auditioning right now. Um, and that's been a big thing for us, just making sure the offensive line plays consistent. I think the second half was the most consistent we've played um, since Oregon, really. Um, mm-hmm. The second line, we had a couple, but, you know, we could have played better against them. But um, that second half was very Auburn, uh, Oregon-like, yeah. uh, you know, with some new pieces in there. It's like musical chairs up front right now, but at some point we're going to have to solidify who the five are, you know, so. We know Van Pran. He 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 destroys people. Project Jones just destroys people. I think it's just finding left guard, right tackle. I think that's the two yeah. spots. You have yeah. the revolving door, trying to figure out, you know, who fits where. Right now, they've got Xavier Truss working in at left guard. They got Amaris Mims working in at right tackle with Warren McClendon. Just just got in and uh, just got to find the just got to find the right right fit there and. You know, oh, I yeah. think, I think Xavier Trust seems stiff to me when you watch him. Yeah, he's a little bit slower off the ball. Um, yeah, it'd be great if Mims could play left guard, and now you got him or and McClendon or McClendon can play guard, and he can he can go to right tackle. So, like I said, it's just musical chairs up front, just to find out who's the best combination um, that can get stuff done, move people, uh, protect. Um, you know, because once we hit this little gauntlet that we're about to hit, you know, establishing the line of scrimmage is going to be at the utmost importance. Yeah, you got you got to figure something out. So, absolutely. Well, uh, we're going to put a bow on week six. Georgia victorious, forty-two to ten over Auburn. Uh, you know that's got to feel good. You know that's got to give you a little bit of confidence after that second half. Maybe they'll just settle down and just play Georgia football mm-hmm. the, the same way we started the season. So. Um, other week six games that I was surprised at, I put a little too much faith into Oklahoma. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have done that one. They they got they got hooked forty nine to forty nine to zip. Man, that was that was bad. I think that's the biggest margin of victory in that whole entire series. Mm. Um, Brett Vittables is a masterful defensive mind, um, but they are struggling on that on that side of football. Um, they're struggling on offense too. Um, they all of a sudden can't do anything when you give up 49 and you can't, you can't score at all. Not even getting field goal range. That's a struggle. That is, that is a struggle. So for a team that was once in the top 10. Absolutely. So brutal. 
I don't know what's T- going on T- there, but Tennessee. Hey, man, I mean Texas is Texas rolling yeah. right now. I think that that lost to they lost to Alabama. You know, they I know they they know they should have won that. Um, you know, they I got think the Rose back pick is was the one. I think they realized that. All right, guys, we're we're pretty dang good, and we got to start playing like it. So, and you get your quarterback back. Um, so that's huge. Yeah, you were coming back is a big big. Uh, shot in the arm for them. Uh, if you're a Tennessee volunteer, you're feeling pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. Roll into Baton Rouge, beat down the LSU Tigers. Yep, and they scared me because we're used to playing them like last week. Now? <laughs> uh, yeah, like right before Alabama. Thanks a lot, Auburn. Um, we're going to play them as soon as while, while they're hitting their stride late in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that game is going to be the deciding factor who wins the East, in my opinion. Um, it will be. You know, I think they, they still got to play Kentucky, which I think Kentucky gave them a run. But Well, they play you know, Alabama this week, so. That would be a good one, too. If Hendon Hunter stays healthy, Tennessee yeah. is going to be – they're going to be good. They're pretty good. Um, and LSU looks lost right now. Yeah, they don't They don't have a – they don't have a an identity on offense. Um, defense is, is shaky at best. Um and, you know, I heard Brian Kelly say it, you know, they got to coach better. Yeah, but you got to play better, too. You know, you yeah. can call the right play, but you guys got to execute. And right now, it's just an execution standpoint yeah. right now. Um, yeah. Quarterback's missing wide open guys. So, you know, it ain't all play calling. You know, I think that guy has to just, you know, same thing with, with DJ um, at Clemson. You know, you got to study yeah. your playbook, you know, understand the, the concepts. He's looking very Rattler-like right now. Um, but hell, Rattler's playing even better football right now. I think he's starting to figure it out. So yeah, I mean they're 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 kind of hitting a stride there too at South Carolina. Yeah, you know they get a that. big win over Kentucky. Yeah. So, um, you know the Mississippi SEC State too. Mississippi right State. I mean, rolling. Yeah, Mississippi State is playing as good as anybody right now on, on, under the Pirate. And you know, holy cow, man! Look, they established a run, running zone, running gap yeah. scheme out of ten personnel. Yeah, Something I, I thought I we'd saw, never hear. I think I saw a tight end in there, like a sniffer. I think hell, is hell like, frozen over? Like one or two times, I think I saw a sniffer in there. You know, did so they, did they fire Mike Leach? No, dog. No, I'm not <laughs> sure I don't yeah. think we're getting rid of him anytime soon, but nah. he's enjoying it. They're running the football. You know, opening football does what? Open up the pass. So mm-hmm. unless you do what you want to do. So, I mean, they're, they're rolling. I'm scared of them, too, right now because they're and their defense finally, is rolling. I he's mean, finally figured it out. We we got, a, we got a tough little slate here in front of us here in a minute. Mizzou covered against Florida. Did they end up winning that game? No, nah, they, they lost. They lost 24-17. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. But they covered. They had a chance to win in the end uh, through, through, through an interception down there. Uh, to, to ice the if game. If Florida doesn't get that pick six, I think that's a different story. It's a different yeah. ball game. Yeah. M- M- Mizzou is – they're playing – they're doing some things on defense. I mean, they did a lot of similar things to Anthony Richardson that uh, that they did to Stetson Bennett. So, maybe they're not as bad as we thought, right? Yes, maybe. Drakowicz lives to, to fight another day. And then the, the, the game – the early game that I ended up staying on was TCU-Kansas. That game was back and forth. That was a really good game. I was hoping for Kansas, man. Um, you know, simply because they did it with a backup quarterback. Um, Jaden Daniels goes down. Yeah, being at home, 
um, against a sellout crowd. Game day's there. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better situation. And a team that just scored almost, what, 60 points against Oklahoma. You hold yeah. them um, to within seven and almost have a chance to win it with a backup quarterback. That shows a lot to where that program is going. And I would bet that their head coach is going to be in talks with some of these head jobs popping open. Well, Jayhawks better uh, – they better dip into that basketball fund and, and pony up. So, mm-hmm. if, if they don't want to lose Lance Leopold. So, and I've been saying Leopold all this time, but it's Leopold. <laughs> yeah, been getting yeah. that one wrong. So I stayed up all night watching the Alabama-Texas A&M game. I know. What 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 a call on, on uh, last play of the game. Of all that, the calls in that notebook, three-ring binder. Well, actually, spiral binder. He had a timeout to figure it out too. Like he had a timeout to, to thumb through it. His Alabama trapper, his trapper keeper. Yeah, they gave you a timeout because yeah. Nick called timeout. Yeah, but also Nick called it too. He knew it was coming. You know, he explained the, he explained the play um, after the game. So I mean, yeah. he he's a defensive guy and he knew exactly what was coming. And that's bad when when he knows exactly what you're about to do, and he yep. gave you a chance to do it. You didn't he motion gave you a chance to, do it. to change it. Yeah, you didn't window dress it. Nothing. You just lined up and ran it. You're just like, hey, all right, my guy's going to beat your guy, and that never works at that level. You don't have not one. I ran a two-point play. Whatever my two-point play is. Some sort of rub play, some sort – something that attacks each pylon with a guy coming across the back line. You know, just have some sort of triangle there that you can choose from. Give me draw. Give me draw. Some sort of, I don't know, anything but that. I guess you thought you were going to get pass interference, even although it was pass interference. Um, yeah. But referees are not going to give you that call, especially since Ohio State Miami debacle. They're not. They're going to swallow their whistle on that always. Absolutely. You know that, and you're in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, you can't. You can't play for that. No, no not at all. So, but anyway, that's uh, <laughs> it's week six for you. Any any other games that stood out to you? Conference games, non-conference games. Uh, Vandy, Vandy playing Ole Miss. Um, they yeah. were up, you know, for for a long time. Um, then uh, Lane Kiffin switched his sweater out for the white one. He wore red in the beginning. Switched that thing out for the white one. They started tattooing that tail. So, um, yeah. you know, I'm I'm excited for Vandy to come in simply from the fact that they have a really good chance to beat us if we don't play well. Um, yeah. Just watching them last week against uh, Ole Miss, so um, the lane trains rolling. I kept that game. Alabama Ole Miss is going to be a good one. Um, whenever they meet up, yeah. so we got some good games coming up in the future here, and I'm excited about every last one of them. Yeah, we'll, we'll make this rough. Though. Oh, it's brutal. It, it's it's rough. Yeah, it's rough for old for old Coach Pittman. The jukebox ain't working too ba- too uh, too much these days. So. But we hope they get that thing back on track because he deserves it. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of Vandy, they come in. What uh, what stands out to you, um, Vandy? When when, when you watch that game and, and you were like, okay, this is the thing that worries me about Vandy. Um, offensive play right now is looking a lot better than it did. Um, I think um, they have a really good um, offensive line right now. Um, I think the game plan in the second half they kind of got away from um, against Ole Miss. They, I think they got a little little bit ahead of it, ahead of themselves. Um, they just got to stay on track. Um, I think we're going to have to just play Georgia football. You know, play discipline football. 
Um, defensively, they don't scare me at all on that side of football. Um, I think we're just going to have to not try to do too much, um, establish a run early, um, get those guys involved, and the game is set. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, you know, like I said, open up the, you know, the, the tail of the tape with that game. Uh, Ole Miss, 591 yards to Vandy's 403. Uh, Ole Miss had 448 through the air. So, you know, that's kind of where you can get them. So find Brock Bowers early and often, find Agent Zero, which he got a block below the waist penalty, which that's yeah. impressive in and of itself. I don't think he could get down that far, <laughs> but I guess he can. So, um, you just got to with, with Vandy, you just got to play a really, really clean game because you know they're talented enough to make things interesting for you. And if you come out playing sloppy, they can certainly get some momentum and and use it against you. But we'll have our home crowd; they'll be yep. they'll be crazy as always. And you know, Stetson Bennett seems to be a little more dialed in. He seems to be settled back in. Um, you know, I, I think, I think they were, I think he was kind of smelling himself a little bit after, uh, after the South Carolina game and, you know, he got brought back down to earth a little bit, was oh, a little yeah. off, but you know, I, I think he's kind of back into his normal, he kind of plays better when he has that chip on his shoulder Yeah. of like, okay, now, you know, is Stetson really the guys, you know, there's actually people still calling for him to be benched. Yeah, which, that's, that uh, baffles me. That baffles me. I mean, um, like you said, I think got a got a little bit ahead of itself a little bit. Uh, you beat Oregon um, the way you did. You beat South Carolina the way you did. Um, it's just one of those things where you got to get back down to earth and understand what got you there, what got you to this point. Um, yeah. What got you to this point is execution, um, understanding what's going on. Um, in the second half, you see he got he got back to to the old stats and that that we that we've been used to seeing. Um, yeah. Vandy always scares me because when I was there, there at any point Vandy could beat you, um, no matter how bad they were. Um, yeah. and you got to come out and you know take their soul early. Um, yeah. so we're gonna have to do that. I think we need to create a couple more turnovers defensively. Um, this is a great game to do that. Um, especially you know leading down the road, you know especially with Tennessee and Temple that they play. One thing that gets them off schedule is turnovers. So yeah. um, we got to be able to create those, um, establish a line of scrimmage on both sides. Uh, let's just play a complete game in this game um, and send them back to Nashville. What the hell? Yeah. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, it, it, it was a tale of two halves for Vanderbilt. I mean, they just literally ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's just call it what it is. They just – they just tuckered out, man. It was it was like you know, it was like it was like putting your kid to bed. You know, they're all riled up, and you know they win the first couple of rounds, and then and then you get the last laugh. But AJ Swan had a really good day. He was really efficient in the passing game, twenty seven of thirty eight for two eighty one and two touchdowns. So um, he's playing some really good football. They had a Vanderbilt at one point had a fifteen yard drive or fifteen play drive, I should say. That uh, that scored a touchdown. I think it spanned eighty-five yards, fifteen plays, something like that, which was, which was really good. Um, looks like Mike Wright is uh, is in there getting some some carries. Uh, Ramon Davis, twenty-seven for one hundred and five in a in a score. Um, he's the one that capped off that fifteen-play drive. And of course, you got to watch out for Jaden McGowan, at, and Will Shepard, in the receiving cord. 
you know, they're going to look for those two guys early and often. And, and, uh, Keith Ringo is going to have his hands full there. Jane McGowan is about as good as they get. I mean, he's, he just happens to be a really good player on a team that doesn't have a whole lot of weapons, but again, it's just, you know, just seeing how pitiful this Vanderbilt team was a year ago to see how they're playing and the complete 180 they've done in year mm-hmm. two under Clark Lee is remarkable. Yeah. They're, they're trending in the right direction. Um, <clears throat> I think they're they're recruiting a little bit more. Um, I think they've kind of lacks the requirements to get into Vandy um, yeah. because um, they're sending out letters left and right um, to some some questionable guys, you know that I know. Um, <laughs> but um, you know that's good though. You know, in in order to you know win, um, you got to get some athletes there, um, and you know sometimes you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, I'm just leaving it at that. So um, I think that's what they're missing. You know, Vandy is, is in Nashville. Um, they have a nice campus and stuff like that. Um, I think the facilities are getting better. Um, Coach Clark's doing a really good job, um, especially from year one to year two. You can you can see the, the drastic difference that they've made on both sides of the football. Um, yeah. So Vandy's doing some good things. They, they're just missing some, a lot of pieces to the puzzle. And um, once they get that in, I think they'll be a little bit more competitive um and get back to like the Jay Cutler days uh when they were surprising people they were playing really good football. Yeah. With Earl Bennett and those guys and, and mm-hmm. they're just a thorn at everybody's side, which they're gonna be really, really shortly. And you know, they were almost they almost knocked off Ole Miss, but that's it's a pretty in- surprisingly intense rivalry. I didn't think Vanderbilt had an intense rivalry with anybody, but apparently they them and Ole Miss don't really get along. That's their that's their permanent crossover game each year. Mm-hmm. I never do that. Yeah, that's that they play that crossover game every year, like what we have with Auburn. Yeah, and thanks a lot, Auburn. We're gonna get yeah. Tennessee when, when they're training. Yeah, way to go! We're crying about play, having to play us in Alabama. Good old Auburn. Man, we gonna play. Uh, welcome to the SEC, bro. Yeah, yeah. You play tough games every week. It's called the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, every week. Like. Come on. <laughs> I know the East has not been as good as the West lately, but it's getting there. Yeah. You know, F- Florida will be back in no time. This is kind of a, this was kind of expected because they have no weapons and it's showing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, final thoughts on, on Vanderbilt. Again, just play a clean game, get off to a hot start. I think that's the most important thing. I, I was on the, uh, I was on the, uh, Are You Serious Sports uh, podcast, the SEC uh, kickoff tailgate show or whatever on Saturday morning with uh with Blake Rufino. Mm-hmm. And Joe DeLeon was on supposed to be on as co-host, but I think he was having some internet problems. But um I, I jumped on there for a spot and you know I say this and this and it's very and, and I guess you could say it about every team, but for this Georgia team it's important, especially important for them to start fast mm-hmm. offensively for for Stetson to get out there and get in rhythm. And it's just getting those like he just needs a couple like quick quick chain mover throws mm-hmm. that he can get like a five yard throw that that nets him you know plus 15 yep you know stuff like that to, to get him in a rhythm then once he gets in that rhythm he's dialed in oh yeah and you know one thing i have noticed that we're not playing with as much tempo as we have in the past um but in the second half we started to um one oh, thing about points. one thing about quarterbacks you know once they get in rhythm i mean it's ball game um, whether it's tempo, whether it's slowing it down, you kind of got to figure out what your quarterback does well with Bennett. 
Mm-hmm. It's about playing with tempo, you know. Yeah. Um, and you know, use him in the run game. You know, we get a sixty-five yard touchdown run um, off a of QB draw. I mean, the kid's got wheels. Of course, you want to protect him, and it, hopefully, he protects himself. But yeah. you know, use him in that run. Use him in the run game. He's a viable option. Mm-hmm. Um, our running backs are playing well. We're blocking really well in the perimeter. Um, so it's kind of use those things to kind of build around those. Um, and, and, and we'll be fine. You know, I just kind of hope we go out, you know, be injury-free against Bandy, you know, play to the standard, you know, that Kirby wants us mm-hmm. to play at. Um, and, you know, get ready for this gauntlet we're about to hit here soon. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's uh, it's going to be a tough one. It's, it's going to be a tough one indeed. We got to get ready. We got to get some things figured out. Got to get some guys healthy, mm-hmm. most importantly. You know, we need – we'll need uh, A.D. Mitchell for – that gauntlet run we'll need some of those guys so hopefully they'll get back hopefully they'll get healthy kendall milton you know comes back after the bye week hopefully with you know with a healthy groin and we'll we'll, uh we'll we'll move right along with that um some other matchups in week six that are exciting that we can preview around the conference Uh, you know auburn plays Ole miss uh alabama plays tennessee that's going to be a good one the third saturday in october uh, as that game is billed, um, you know, what, 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 which of those two games, you know, I, I guess Mississippi state, Kentucky is, a, is another one that's interesting outside the conference for Clemson, Florida state, uh, is, is, is an interesting matchup. Uh, I think Florida's off, but you know, uh, of those games, you know, where do you see, you know, I, I think obviously Ole Miss needs to destroy Auburn. If they if they want to gain some confidence, um, I, I think this Auburn uh, this Auburn this Auburn team is reeling, um, and the reason they haven't fired Harson is because they don't have an AD. Uh, Alabama Tennessee is one I'm going to keep my eyes on because you know you're looking at the potential SEC East champion in Tennessee, which I guess a lot of people are saying right now because it's kind of the cool thing to say. But <laughs> you know what 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 do you think? Does Bryce Young come back for that one? I'm looking forward to the, to the Alabama uh, Tennessee game um, simply because I'm looking forward to seeing um, Tennessee play against a a potent defense. Um, you know, with Will Anderson and those guys on that side of football. Um, you know, I think it's a it's a very good preview um, to our game. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether Bryce Young plays or not, you know, Alabama's Alabama. I do think in the Texas A&M game, Alabama could have done some things to um, kept the quarterback out. Um, I think the routes were way too far downfield, quick game, things that they used to do, screens. Um, they kind of got away from, um, Milrose is a really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to have to protect football. Um, if he is in, um, you can tell they're, they're a different team. Um, uh, when that guy Bryce Young's back there, um, you know, you oh, hate that, that guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he is, he has definitely earned that status of that guy, that guy, Bryce yeah, Young. That guy, guy. Um, yeah. But he is – he's the guy. And, you know, Alabama looked lost without him. Um, you know, from the simple fact of you, you, lose, you lose your general. You know, he, he is one that gets everybody set, um, making this, the checks at, at the line, um, correcting guys um, on the perimeter, things like that. So I'm looking forward to see, you know, Alabama's plan going into this week offensively, defense, but they're going to be fine. Um, yeah. But – I'm looking to. I'm really looking to see how well they they play um, against the tempo, because um, that's really going to be the recipe for how we're going to beat them as well. Um, how does Hayden Hooker play? Um, 
you know, against that secondary? Um, how does the O-line hold up against, you know, the Alabama defensive front? Um, so basically I'm just ready. I'm just previewing our game against them pretty much. That's why I'm, I'm invested in this one a little bit more than the others this week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think you got to look at and see kind of how they, how they handle Will Anderson. How, how do they, how does Alabama handle tempo, which I think will be important down the road if we can get past Tennessee. I mean, we got to get past Vandy too, but, um, what does what does this Tennessee defense do? How do they make adjustments in the second half? How do they, how do they handle an athletic quarterback? What do they do on the perimeter? Do they stay in man? Do they play situations? You know, do they play their coverages based on situations and field position, or do they just stay in man, come after you, and and force the game on you? I, you know, those are things I'm looking at. How do they respond after a big play? That's you know, big chunk play. You know, you you get. You get a scramble and a, and a gain of forty to flip the field. How does Tennessee react? How do they react off a turnover? What do they do off a turnover? How do they react in third and long? What 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 are they going to do? Are they gonna, how much heat are they going to put on Bryce Young? Are they going to play Bryce Young scared? Are they going to try to bottle up Jameer Gibbs, who's who's playing out of his mind right now? I mean, it's it's those questions that I think will define just how real this Tennessee team is. Do they come out timid? And, and and play shy because it's Alabama. They don't want to give up too much, or they just let it all hang out and just let it ride and go. And I yeah, think this is my the first time that Tennessee has a really, really legit chance of winning this ball game. Um, so I think that's why I'm so excited to see. You know, is this the is this the year that Tennessee takes that step forward? Yeah. Um, and right now they're showing it. Um, so I think this would be the test to see are they for real, um, or is it just you know, we, we kind of got our way through, um, and we're just trying trying to get to Georgia. You know, to play that game. Yeah, and we'll see. I mean, we we they, we don't get we don't get them till November fifth. We get them right after Florida, mm-hmm. so that'll be fun. Yep, right when they're trending. I'm telling you, the later in the season you play Tennessee, the scarier they are. The earlier you get yeah. them. The better, better off you are. Mm-hmm. But right now, they, they always hit their stride. They get hot. Yeah, they do. They always hit their stride. It's crazy. I don't understand it. I do understand it, but they, I mean, uh, they start so dang slow every year. Mm-hmm. But they start off fast this year. You know, they're they're just they're steady climb, climbing the ladder. So I'm excited about this weekend. I think um, I think we take care of business, um, and then. Hey, time to watch Alabama, Tennessee, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, do you want to get into some picks or what? Let's do it. Let's see if my parlay hit this weekend too. Yeah, and uh we got we got some time, so we'll have some bonus bonus selections here. Hey. Hey. All right. Um let's start. This one is going to be an interesting contest. It is a Saturday night affair in the swamp. LSU travels down to take on the Gators. The Gators are two and a half point favorites. What you got? I'm taking the Gators in the two and a half. What's the what's the over under? The over under is 49 and a half. I'm taking the Gators in the under. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking the Gators as well. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be – the under is 49, so I think it's going to be like a 
28 to 14 type type matchup. That's what I'm thinking too. Maybe even lower, maybe 17, 14. You never yeah. know. Something like that. Arkansas, interestingly enough, travels out to take out west to take on BYU, an odd, odd, very, very odd matchup. Um, Arkansas, it's basically a pick 'em here. Arkansas is one and a half point favorites. The over under set at 63. Unfortunately, I think I'm taking BYU in this one. Um, they're struggling on offense right now. Can they score points? Absolutely. But one thing about BYU, they're going to be in the right place at the right time every time. Um, do I think Arkansas wins? Yes, but I think BYU covers. Oh, so you think it's like a 31-30 type game? Yeah, I think so I you, think I think Arkansas kind of hits their stride a little bit offensively, but I don't think that they could stop BYU. Kinda if like I was put if I was putting actual money on this, I would choose the money line here. Um and just go ahead and take <laughs> go ahead and take BYU on the money line. Arkansas's defense is going from bad to worse. Mm-hmm. Um, especially their past so defense. Especially their past defense is truly pitiful and we don't know what's happening with with kj jefferson is he is he going to be healthy enough to to uh to do it or not so every system game i I feel like the the win was taken from him on that one so i don't don't, know maybe just maybe kj kj was listening to the uh was listening to the um the original space jam soundtrack i believe i can fly (laughs) And he took off from the three-yard line and see how well that went for him, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one out there for you. How about Florida State hosting Clemson? Right. Clemson is three and a half point favorites on the road in Dote Campbell Stadium. DJ Ungulale is rolling he's he's figuring some things out they had a really nice game against boston college now they now they travel to tallahassee florida state playing some good football they are i'm can they make it interesting my wife's gonna be mad at me but i think i'm gonna take clemson by the three and a half um i think it's gonna be a 10 point ball game because florida state's defense is playing pretty really good football um Can they keep him in check? I think so. Um, but it's Clemson, and I think they're running away. Florida State is struggling offensively right now. Um, I think they get it fixed, but I think it's yeah. a, I think it's going to be a little bit too late because Clemson does play really good defense besides the NC, besides the Wake Forest game, NC State mm-hmm. Wake Forest. Yeah, the over under set at fifty one. Does that does that do anything for you? <laughs> so it's mighty low for this matchup. I feel like. I'm t- I might take the under in this though. Mm, yeah, I'm not. I might stay away from that one, but I'm taking Clemson for sure. I think yeah. Clemson, they're 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 finally they're in a groove. Yeah, and I'm not picking against Clemson until they get out of this groove. Yeah, and I don't see them getting out of this groove this week against Florida State. Florida State's a formidable opponent. I say it's a touchdown game, which will be a. I say Clemson's going to win by a touchdown, whether. That's a, and I'm not touching this over under because I have legitimately have no clue. This could, this could, <laughs> this could be a, a 56 49 game for all I know. Yeah. Be a shootout. Yeah. Just, you know, who's going to get the, <laughs> who's going to touch the, touch it last. 
with enough time to do anything with. All right, Oklahoma State traveling to TCU. TCU is three and a half point favorites at home. Looks TCU uh, making their mark to be kings of the Big Twelve. It's an interesting battle. It's an interesting matchup. Spencer Sanders. Uh, doing some great things for the Cowboys, but TCU is hot with Max Duggan. What's the over-under in this one? The over-under in this one is – I just saw it. And the, these spreads are brought to you by betonline.ag. Uh, it's the number one number one spot for all your gambling. BLEAV, hit that promo code 100% on your first deposit. The over-under, you ready for this? 68 and a half. Ooh, <laughs> yes. 68 and a half. That game, they, they're, look, they they're looking over in every yeah. single game with Tennessee with TCU. Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna stay away from that, but I'm gonna go Oklahoma State. I think they got enough defense to kind of slow them down. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get I'm gonna go Oklahoma State to cover. I'm gonna take TCU here. I'm a I'm a believer in hey Max Duggan. If anyone mm-hmm. understands that reference, it's an old school wrestling reference. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking TCU here. They're they're red hot, and I I don't see this changing. I know Oklahoma State's a great team, but I don't see this one changing at all. You want to stay in the Big Twelve? What you got? Oklahoma's playing. I'm taking whoever the, whoever the other team is. You ready for this one? I got this one on the list. Kansas travels to Norman to take on the Sooners. Guess who the favorite is? Give me Kansas or whatever it is. Well, the Kansas is plus seven, so that's going to be a really good bet. Yep, I'm taking Kansas. Yeah, I, yeah. Put a Rock snap shot. on it. They're going to be pissed off because they 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 should have they not uh-huh. counts. Mister really Bean or should have won last week, so. They're going to yeah. take it out on somebody. And what better defense to do it against than the Oklahoma Sooners? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, it's a great bounce-back game there. Never thought I'd say that about this matchup. But, Never. You know, a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, we were making fun of how big this spread was. Was it last last year, Kansas almost beat Oklahoma I know. in Kansas? It was, uh, it was a game I think Rattler got benched in it. No, Rattler – no, Caleb Williams got benched. Caleb got benched. I remember they they were down at halftime, and they came back and they reopened the gates for people who left the game. You remember it's that tra- tragedy? <laughs> and they almost won. Uh, all right, Auburn travels to Ole Miss. O- Ole Miss at home is fourteen and a half point favorites over the Auburn Tigers. I like Ole Miss in that one. Over under is fifty four and a half. Oop. Taking Ole Miss and the under, simply because Auburn can't score. Actually, give me Ole Miss and that fourteen because I think they'll beat Ole Miss by fourteen points. I mean, they'll beat Auburn by fourteen points and a half. It's a half. Kind of scary. The half point. But it's the half point. I think they'll beat them by twenty one. Okay. Even if it's 21 nothing. There you go. All right. Well, we got two more games. Well, actually, Penn State-Michigan. Um, that's an interesting one. Penn State-Michigan. I only have one more line. All right. Uh, Penn State is six-and-a-half-point road dogs. 
Michigan at home. Michigan struggled a little bit last week. Over under 52. Yeah, I still like them, though. I'm taking the under. Okay. Um, But I like Michigan to win it. You like Michigan? I think it's going to be a good defensive ball game. Both both teams are playing really good defense. So Mm -hmm. um, I think it'll be 27-23. It'd be a classic Big Ten. I would take the under on that um, for sure because Michigan likes to hit the under. All right, two more games. Uh, Bama is seven-point favorites on the road in Knoxville. What do you think? If Milrow's playing, I'm going Tennessee. If Bryce Young is playing, I'm going Alabama. All right, you got to roll the dice here. I, I guess I guess you could come on and update the update the people. What is your gut feeling now? I think Bryce Young plays, so I'm taking Give Bama. me Tennessee. I think Tennessee's hot right now. I think they cover. So you think they at least cover? I do. Hmm. God, okay, that might change stuff because, like, Bama could win, but UT could cover. Mm-hmm. What's the over-under? The over-under is – I can't believe Georgia Vanderbilt's at the same time. Uh, the over-under is 65. Dude, that's a lot of points, cuz. A lot of points. A lot of points. Alabama's defense is way better than, than LSU's. Um I, I don't think it's, it's gonna hit the I don't think it's gonna go over. I don't think it's gonna go over either. I have a hard time believing that's gonna go over. Um maybe thirty eight <laughs> or thirty five to twenty seven. What's that sixty three? Yeah. Something like right that. Yeah, you know, um, I'm gonna go under here, but I think Tennessee covers the steal. Uh, Bryce Young's gonna be banged up, just depending on how that shoulders shoulders going, and if their play calling is the same as last week against Tennessee's defense, uh, it ain't gonna be too good of a day. Yeah, a lot, a lot of natives in Tuscaloosa are restless with Bill O'Brien. For what about, for what about, what about boys and uh. On our Alabama podcast, think about it right now. I've been Ooh, there. They, oh, they hate him. Jake and Stacy. Oh man. Yeah, they yo, you you ought to hear Jake, man. Jake goes off on him, dude. Yeah, Jake well, don't like him. Everything down the field was ten yard throws. I mean, well, past ten yards. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's drop back and let's see what, what gets open. I mean, they they did a great job of clamping everything down. One mm-hmm. thing we did say was that Texas AM had a really good defense. That was one thing that we both agreed upon. Yeah. And, and I guess nobody listened to us because no, they didn't. The, the number the numbers show. But <laughs> if you listen to us, we're not gonna steer you wrong, I promise. Yeah. All right, finally, we get to our game. Now we talked yeah. about what needed to happen. Stetson needs to get on fire early, and he's gonna have to get on fire early because Georgia's favored by 38 and a half. No, because no, 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 they won't get 38 and a half. Georgia let me down with that last touchdown. I threw mm-hmm. my beverage <laughs> at the grill <laughs> on Saturday when they scored <laughs> that touchdown. I was so mad. I was like, you've got to be kidding me, because I knew we weren't going to try to go down and score again mm-hmm. um, because the game was pretty much over. But I'm like, you've got to be kidding. We waited this long to give up this dang touchdown. I know. 
a little backdoor cover. God, hurt my soul, man. Hurt my soul. It's just um, way too many points, man. Thirty-eight is real high. It's um, real high for a conference game. I'm going I'm, whatever the whatever the under is for that. What's the under? The under is fifty-eight and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Georgia in the under. I think thirty-eight is way too high. So you're taking you're taking the points and the under, right? So you're taking yeah. Vandy and the points. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah, Georgia will win, but I'm taking the, yeah, I'm taking the under or yeah. whatever it is. I think Georgia wins, but I'm taking the under. I think Georgia wins by 35, which is not a cover. Yeah, they're and gonna give up somewhere. They're gonna give up a touchdown early. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be 42 to nothing, and then they're gonna give up a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Or if Vandy's already kicked the field goal. I, I think. I think to cover Georgia's got to score in the fifties in this game. Yes, they have to. They're they're going to have to score in the fifties to cover this, and I just I think they're going to I think they're going to cap it about. I think the cap is forty five. Yeah, that's, so you got to shut them out. Essentially, gotcha. you know, it's, you know, ten points, not a cover. I think it'd be I, you know forty five ten seems like a you know seems like a decent score. Thirty eight, thirty eight seven, you know, something like that. It's going yeah. to be a touchdown given up late, and yeah. I'm going to probably throw something again because, well, I'm not taking 38 this time. I can tell you Don't that right it. now. Don't do it. Watch they Don't go out it. and 2 to zero. Oh, they're 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 going to win 64 to 64 to two, and then I'm going to be like, what the fuck? They're 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 going to blow them out and take and take the over themselves. I got it, Mighty. Can't win for losing, man. Can't win can't, for losing. Can't get out of our own ways, but uh, but anyway, but that's your picks brought to you by betonline.ag. Uh, hopefully, 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 there's some good ones, man. We, we got some out of conference games, got some good SEC matchups. It's gonna be a fun weekend of football, of course. It'll be a really good week. I mean, one thing I, we were just talking about this today, you know, me and my kids during meetings today, of how to my seniors of how fast football season comes and goes. I mean, you're only guaranteed 10 games, especially in high school. Yeah. Um, college only guaranteed 12. Um, so you mean you got you got to make the best of them. I mean, practice sucks. Trust me, I know. I played the game. Uh, we both have. Um, game planning sucks because you're there. Um, yeah. but you put the work in to get paid on Friday. Friday's payday, Friday's you know, payday, so, and, and you go and get it. It's payday, so enjoy the it, journey, man. Enjoy in it. my case, Thursday's payday. That's right, y'all play on Thursdays. We have a Thursday game this week and this year too. We have, we have we have three Thursday games. It's weird. One because of fall break, one because of Labor Day, and this one because it's on fall break during fall break. And we just said, hey, can we play Thursday so we can have a three day weekend? So, pretty smart. It's smart, but I feel you. It's Definitely. weird. The worst is when you like have a Thursday game. And you have school the next day. That blows. Because you're about worthless the next day, especially when you have kids. I don't think we have. It'd be definitely a movie. It'd be a movie day in my room that day. Oh yeah, totally. Or just uh, just don't be, don't be obnoxious. We yeah. got one rule: don't be loud. Yeah. Don't talk to me. Don't ask me any questions. You can play Tetris. I mean, you can Snapchat whoever you want to. Within reason, just don't talk yeah. to me. 
Keep your clothes on. Don't do drugs, and we're good. Absolutely. And don't fight. Fight Because I'm not breaking it up. I'm tired. I'm not breaking it up. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to let you kill him. I might even record it. Put it on Snapchat. Because it's going to be a fight today. It's going to be like Gladiator Mm -hmm. in my room. I'm not even going to write you up. Not even going to write you up. Natural consequences, baby. Natural consequences. He's fine. He'll be all right. He's cool. Well, all right, man. Uh, That's going to do it for us here on the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. We thank you for listening. If you are, uh, if you want to get, if you want to get more content, if you want to follow us on social media at Troopstar28, great follow there. Um, at Coach Burton36, at Believe in Dogs on all platforms. Uh, you can check us out anywhere you find your podcast, including TuneIn Radio, Spotify. Um, you can, if you want to see us on the video side, the YouTube channel, Believe in Georgia Dogs. Um, also sports.tv you can find us there Uh, we'll have content coming out throughout the week as far as uh, our our picks later on if you want to be reminded and don't want to click through the entire show well i'm going to break that up for you um you'll you'll see some cool stuff coming out so uh, be sure to check us out subscribe don't be a stranger um but uh we are the believe in georgia dogs podcast on the believe network brought to you by betonline.ag use that promo code bleav uh, to get your 100% welcome bonus but we are believe in georgia dogs we hope you have a great rest of your week an even better weekend i can't leave without saying it go dogs go dogs spring is that you warmer temps mean new allbird styles meet the super light collection the lightest ever shoes from allbirds now in fresh colors These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24.